today interviewing Josh Escalera who's out of uh, some weird town out in Manitoba that's uh, has like a person name instead of a city name it's called like Brandon Brandon or whatever no, I'm just kidding uh, so Josh is a fourth year uh, operator with student works painting and uh, he's actually has a little bit of experience with painting before that so technically he's been like affiliated with student works for a little longer but uh, yeah, Josh, do you want to just like kind of take us through, um, I guess, your journey? Like maybe even like start with how you initially became a student works operator from a painter. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, like you said, I was a painter back in 2017. It was the summer right after my first year of university because I was going back home to Brandon <clears throat> after doing a school year in at U of M in Winnipeg. Um, <clears throat> You know, it was it was a good time. Definitely had a lot of fun painting. Uh, my franchisee was, you know, he was all right. He was doing pretty good for himself. Um, and I asked him about his job because it seemed like, honestly, it seemed like a breeze. Um, I just every time I would see him, he was like on his phone. He got like two iced coffees. He's like just driving around. Whenever I would call him, he would show up within ten minutes. So I was like, I could probably do that. So I asked him what he was doing. Um, and he, you know, he did a couple, a uh, couple walkarounds, nothing too crazy with me. Um, just to kind of give me like a small idea of what he does on like a daily basis. Uh, and then he got me in contact with his then and my now DM, Brooklyn. Uh, and she gave me the whole, the whole spiel. Um, and you know, she told me what an average uh, franchisee makes and that was you know pretty pretty nice to hear so I was like hey man I'm I'm average I can do that I can definitely figure something out so I uh, I signed after that I was super excited um, unfortunately there were no slots available in Brandon because my franchisee that I worked for was coming back and Brooklyn was still franchising in Brandon that year so I had to go to Winnipeg uh, for my first year I had a subpar year, um, or okay, and those in, in back in the old days standards. I had, a, I had an okay year. I mean, I definitely still made uh, more than I ever would have made working like any job that I would have had. Um, but it taught me a lot of things. Um, and but even then, like I, I wasn't super happy with how my first year ended. So I decided that I, you know, maybe it just wasn't for me. Um, so I didn't come back. I actually didn't sign back the year after. Uh, so I franchisee 2018, didn't come back 2019. And then I, I worked a sales job. I sold um, some, some car stuff, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, you can tell I was really good at it because I know what I'm talking about, right? Um, and yeah, I know when I, I learned a lot about sales at that point. Uh, and the biggest thing I learned from, from that sales job was that 
wow, it's so much easier to sell something that you actually like believe in. Cause I didn't believe in anything that I sold when I was selling those, that stuff. But I remember looking back in my first year that I actually was like still very proud of the work that I was doing and that I was still, you know, like I wasn't selling very well cause I sucked at sales, but I was still doing good quality work, right? The clients were still happy. I didn't get any complaints. Um, people, we always got tips, right? We always, we still got reference letters. So, um, moving back to that, I well, actually Brooklyn reached out to me, asked, asked her to hang out. She reached out to me, um, just, just to like, you know, catch up. It wasn't like, oh, let's meet up and talk about student works. We were just going out for a drink and inevitably she brought it up, um, as she does. And, uh, yeah, she kind of just said, you know, there's, there's an opening brand in this year. Would love to have you back. You know, just give it one more shot. If it's really not for you, you'll know, you'll know for sure. I was like, hey, like, I I got school to pay for. I still made good money, even though I didn't hit my goals my first year. Let's just let's just give it a give it a rip. I was still very hesitant, but I still signed it. Uh, and you know, here we are now. That, that was three years ago. Um, going into my fourth year, and yeah, super happy I came back. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have signed again. Um, and Brooklyn still hangs out with me, which is nice. And you're totally right. Like, I'm, like, scared to introduce some friends to Brooklyn sometimes because I just know she's going to try and get them to franchise. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, every conversation. She's like, oh, you're you're so cool. Like, you would be, you know, you would be great for this position we're trying to fill. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. I Obviously, still remember I was, like, but... my, uh, my first year training, man, I was so, like, cocky, too. Like, I think when 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 you when they were like when you introduce yourself at training, right? They like, oh, you know, tell us your name, school, whatever, and then like, why did you choose student works painting? Um, and I remember vividly like how stupid my answer was, and it was I literally was like, okay, you know, my name's Josh from U of M, I'm studying sociology, uh, and you know, the reason I chose student works because you know Nick's. Uh, I saw Nick doing his job, and I figured I could do a better job than him, so you know, I I signed. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, at at that point he was like probably the second highest that Manitoba has ever seen for numbers. I think he was like right behind the, the record back then, but I didn't know that. I didn't, he didn't tell me what numbers he had. He didn't tell me what, what student works actually was, how much work he was actually doing. Um, but yeah, well, terrible, terrible mindset coming into the business. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so what's, uh, like, obviously you, you didn't come back after your first year and obviously there was a reason for that. And then you ended up coming back and then you stuck around. So like, what like was different about your second go around and then your third go around, of course, as well, opposed to that first year that you had that, you know, maybe you would say you didn't exactly do as well as you wanted to. So I think, you know, besides having a little bit more experience in sales, I think the biggest reason of why I did so much better my second year and then my third year and then hopefully again this year um, than my first year was because I had real goals that I that I set. It wasn't just a matter of, hey, you know, how much money do you want to make? I don't know, like how much money did, did 
this guy make? It's like, oh, well, he did 130,000. It's like, okay, I'll do 130,000. Right? And then there wasn't really a reason why it was 130,000, why the goal was 130,000. Um, it was just a number that I pulled out of thin air and I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with that goal. Um, cause obviously when, when you say, okay, 130,000, you're making however much percent of that. It's like, yeah, that sounds good. I want to make that much money. But then obviously you could say that for any amount above that. Right. Uh, my second year, you know, I actually had, I, I had a lot of uh, student debt I had to pay. I still was going to school. So I needed to pay for school. I knew how much rent I was paying. I knew how much money I was spending on my car and all the other stuff. Um, and I just knew that student works is the only opportunity that I could go into where I could give myself the financial freedom to still be able to, you know, live comfortably and do what I want when I want or spend money when I want. Right. Um, but yeah, like the, the biggest thing was definitely not just coming up with a number and saying, hell yeah, let's go for that number. That sounds great. It's, I actually knew where the money was going, right? Like whenever I booked a job, right? 2K, 3K, 5K job. And I would say, okay, I'm making about 30% of that. Like I knew where that money, oh, this one's going to uh, school. If I book like 20K more, I paid for tuition next year, right? It wasn't just, all right, I just paid another two grand. Great, love it. Yeah, like the money had like a purpose kind of thing when you were coming back, which made it like, is that like, that's what you mean is like, there was a real reason yeah. as to where it was going and stuff. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's part of the reason why I keep coming back as well. Cause it's like, like I said, the, uh, I mean, you always need money for stuff, right? But now as, as I get older, there's a lot more stuff that needs to get paid. There's a lot more stuff that I want and stuff is always expensive. So, um, I, and I know, like I said, Steamworks is, is great in that, you know, you can set a goal that you want to get, right? Like if you want to do, you, if you would just want to make a little bit of money, right? Like say, if you want to make $15,000, $20,000, it's like, okay, like you can, you can just do that. And that's a successful summer. If you make that 20K, you, you shouldn't be like thinking of like, oh, you know, you don't have to worry about. I got to be on the leaderboards and like, I got to do like a hundred thousand to be successful. It's like, you just have to make what you need to make. Right. Like that's uh, and that's something I need to like, kind of think about this coming into this year as I've lowered my goal from last year significantly. Um, but, uh, but even then, I mean, student works money, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh you know, it's, uh, we're, we're doing, um, we're, we're doing a reading break. Uh, like we have like, uh, the ballot system, right? Uh, Brooklyn's doing that for, for you guys. And I, I I'm sure Ange is doing it for you guys as well. But, um, so Brooklyn asked us to post our goals into our internal Facebook page. Um, and so one of the, and one of the things I, I actually mentioned in my post was that like, Hey, like, you know, don't be like, don't worry about like, like post your goals here. Like, like it, and it doesn't matter if your goals are like bigger or smaller than other people. Like, don't worry about that. And certainly like, don't be ashamed. Like if you have a smaller goal for whatever reason, like don't be ashamed. I mean, like, and, and, and if you're not on the leaderboard, especially right now, like don't like the leaderboards are insane right now. I think like, like you have to be booked at like 32 grand or something right now. And like, that's, yeah. 
I, I feel like I feel like they're higher than they've ever been. Even even at thirty two k. So yeah, it's not it's nothing to be ashamed of. I was just gonna say even at thirty two k, you might not be on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. No is is that right? Did it did it change? It's just over thirty two. <laughs> Last I checked, it was like. Holy smokes! Yeah. So like, yeah. No, that's but yeah, that's the point. Like your goal is your goal, and and if your goal is to just be better than like another you person, were last it's not, year it's not or something, right? Like it's it's almost better. I remember like every almost every year, like my, especially my second and third year, it was a matter of like, oh, you know, just don't worry about what anybody else is doing. And I think that's a great thing about being in Brandon for me because there was only one other person there, right? And we both had pretty similar goals, luckily enough, uh, my second and my third year. So it was, it was, I, I didn't have to worry about like people in Alberta who were doing like crazy numbers, people in BC that were doing crazy numbers. It was, we were a little bit more isolated, I guess, from the, from the culture. Uh, so we, we were able to just kind of focus on our own. My first year, like I was terrible for that, you know, like, um, and at that point, I mean, Manitoba wasn't doing like huge, huge numbers my first year, right? Like, uh, as opposed to like last year, especially like, holy crap, man. Um, like, uh, my yeah. first year, I think at least from the, the, the people I talked to, we were like getting hyped, uh, about like small, small milestones that now are like, oh, you know, like you should be there by March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's, uh, being in Brandon's nice because, uh, it it kind of, it, it's easier to focus on, on just your city and just that versus I feel like I would struggle a little bit more if I was in, in Winnipeg or, uh, or even, um, Calgary, Edmonton, whatever, any like big cities with multiple franchisees. Um, cause it's so hard. I mean, like, yeah, it's easy, it's easy to say, don't compare yourself to others, but in a situation where, you know, every two weeks you see everybody, you're going to talk about business. You're going to talk about bookings. Like it's hard not to think about it, but um, I mean, it's important to keep it in mind, right? Like, you know, you, you have your goals for a reason. Um, I, I think me and uh, another one of my, one of the other franchisees uh, in Winnipeg were talking about how, you know, would you rather be someone who set a goal of 130 K and you did 140 or would you rather be someone who set a goal for like 400 and you did, you know, 200, right? Um, you know, there's, there's Matt, there's obviously finance different, but like in terms of like how happy you were in the summer, how your, your successes in the summer, you know, your quality of life, even, and even then, right? Like just cause you booked a lot more jobs or a lot more like monetarily doesn't mean you made more money, right? Like, yeah, I've I've uh, so I've like never hit my goal before, um, like in, in uh, all three years that I've done this, I've never never once hit my goal, and I've had like multiple uh, like payroll events where the, that's what you're talking about, where we meet up every two weeks, um, where like I literally am like I'm almost embarrassed, like I almost don't want to go to the payroll event because I'm like embarrassed, like not even like like kind of partially for my number because like you know some of my some 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 of my friends are like higher than me or whatever, but just because like, I feel like, I don't know. And, and it's like, like, it's like totally in my head, but like, you know, um, and I feel like I've said this before, but like, it's like, 
everywhere you go, payroll events, like even it gets to like you're you're going to the store and you feel like everybody knows that you're like you're <laughs> that you like suck and like you don't hit your goal or whatever. Like I swear, you know what I mean? And uh, obviously that's amplified when you're like in a city. But ultimately again, like nobody really cares and it's just like it's individual and uh, and yeah, I think you're right. Like uh, if as, as long as you're doing what you need to do to to you know hit, like take care of yourself it doesn't it ultimately shouldn't matter about what other people are up to and and what their business is like you should just be happy for other people like it's like man that's yeah. so great like you're you're doing that that like you're doing that number and that's like a crazy number but you're hitting your goal and that's like so amazing you know um and i'm happy for yeah. you you know exactly that's crazy i totally agree with that too because like I know last year, even though, like, even rookie me was, like, hanging out with some people that did really, really big numbers, and, um, like, even as Josh was saying that, like, even though they did those bigger numbers, like, there was definitely some fallout from it, like, there's definitely other things that kind of went wrong, even though they were, like, doing higher sales, um, and, like, I think that I don't know if this actually happens normally, it's just like with bigger businesses comes like sometimes bigger problems and stuff too, but um, like yeah, he, like they found like a bunch of issues that kind of came out of just like the stress of them, like not being organized and like even though they were running that big business, like it was just crazy, but like yeah, I don't know, it was definitely hard last year I think for like people as rookies to like not compare yourselves to everyone else. Um, just because you're like, well, they're a rookie too. Like, why can't I do that? But I think, like, as you guys said, it's like, as long as you're happy and, like, taking care of yourself at the end of the day, like, that's kind of what matters more. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of what I think. Absolutely. I think, actually, I think one of the, the, the greatest things about being a second-year, third-year, fourth-year vet at any year is that, it's easier to not compare yourself to other people because you can just compare yourself to how you were last year, right? Like any step forward from how you were the year prior is like great, amazing, right? Like it, it can be in any part too. It could literally just be like leads per hour or estimates to lead ratio or how many your booking percentage, whatever it is, like any more than you did last year, it's like, hell yeah, I'm doing better this year. Yeah, my, my, my favorite is like the graph when it's got, because you can literally see your first year, second year, third year, fourth year. And uh, so I, that's my favorite graph to look at because I'm like, holy smokes, like my first year I was booked at $1,800 in this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. no word of a lie. Like I, I had my first quotes this week in my first year and, I, and we booked one job for $1,800. So. <laughs> my gosh, that's wild. Because what do you, I mean, what? If you want, what are you booked at now, Jacob? Uh, eighty nine. That's crazy. What a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, things are just kind of yeah, like it's just like you know, it's like Josh said, like it's it's uh, the biggest thing for me is just like it's like it's like man, I'm so much, I'm doing so much better. I'm doing and that uh, that's definitely like bringing me happiness <laughs> just knowing that I'm, I'm improving obviously it's like a whole process but um yeah i think that's the biggest thing 
uh, year to year. And like, Josh, so I mean, on that note, Josh, you said like you were uh, kind of made a smaller goal this year, but like, um, how, like, how are you going to continue that trend uh, of, of like getting better when like, you know, like, it's just kind of inevitably like it, your, your numbers are going to be less than last year, right? Like, cause you have a smaller goal. So how are you going to like continue to be able to kind of track how you're doing better than you were last year or like what metrics are you kind of looking at for that? I think the biggest thing that, uh, that I'm looking for for my summer this year personally, uh, is I'm looking for like a much better, um, work life balance um, better quality of life over the summer. Not that I've had a bad quality of life over the summer. Like, you know, like whenever I complain about stuff and then I'll hear someone else complain about how much they work that week. I'm like, man, I don't work. Like I, I'm like working like 40 hours. Like that's crazy. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that I want to be able to work my week and my weekend or whatever. Um, and then once I get home and while I'm, you know, hanging out with friends is to not think about, not have to worry or think about like the business. Right. Um, obviously it's, it's hard when you're, when your friends are also franchisees. Um, but I think that's, uh, it's come to the point where it's, it's also an unspoken rule every now and then that depending on what we're doing, like nobody talked about student works right now. Um, but uh, I think the metrics I'm looking for, I think a lot of uh, what I'm doing this year in terms of, you know, tracking how things are going is just really polishing off on the successes of last year. Um, I know one thing that Brooklyn mentioned that I definitely uh, need to improve this year to make my summer easier is to generate leads better. <laughs> Basically, you know, know how to cold call properly because you know without without i'm not i'm just gonna come i'm just gonna say it straight like my lead uh my lead per hour is below 0.7 or something like that it's really bad so i need to get better hang on hold up hold hold up back up that's like so it's not even so in calgary the average is like 0.5 like oh really most people yeah most people in calgary sit somewhere between 0.5 and like 0.8 or 0.9. Okay. Um, like I have, I have like right now, I have like an exceptional uh, lead per hour for Calgary and for myself historically. And I'm at like 0.7, like two or something lead per hour. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. Cause like Brooklyn was like, wow, your lead per hour fucking sucks, Josh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. Maybe that's cause I don't know what anybody else is like higher when she was in Brandon. Maybe Which yeah, she's, I she didn't tell me. She didn't tell me. She she just told me that uh, I need to bring it up. Which I mean, like, yeah, okay, like everybody does, <laughs> but yeah, I, I get it. But no, I think uh, I think that's a that'll be a good metric for me. I mean, the biggest thing is that if I if I can get my leads up at least, you know, maybe not my lead per hour, but if I just go out more and actually get a lot more leads in the preseason, I can actually, you know focus on just generating leads through other means in uh in the summer uh, or in the yeah in the summer so you know be like be it like referrals or job site marketing i don't have to like rely so heavily on 
oh man, I have to cold call this week because we have one week worth of work left, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, it's like uh, Dan always says, right? It's always Dan's piece of advice as, as production starts. Is a lead in May, or uh, sorry, a job booked in May is worth three. Or no, what is it? Is it a job booked in May or is it a job completed in May? A job completed in May, isn't it? Yeah. It's completed? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he always says a job done, a job done in, in May. May a job done in May is worth three in August or something like that. Yeah. And his point is because uh, you do a good job in, in May and you're going you're gonna to get like three like referrals from that right that's that's kind of the idea right so if you get a bunch of you know cold call leads now and you, you can book a bunch of work and like hopefully you know like you know you do a really good job especially in a small town like brandon right like yeah i feel like our referrals pretty prominent there yeah and I'm, I'm i'm sure jordan could probably relate too but like usually i find if i book if i book any jobs or get any leads um, if I get a couple jobs or whatever in an area or like a neighborhood, it's like, all right, we're painting the whole neighborhood. Like we're doing like, we've done two houses. We're doing, we're going to do like four more probably as, as the, as the rest of the summer comes on at least. Um, I know that there's like, there's one bay in Brandon that I've painted like comfortably. I will say I've painted probably like 50% of the houses and there's like, a hundred and some houses there over the past two years, three years. Yeah, I, I have that, like, I've that like for like one street, but that's it. Or wait, do you have that, Jordan? <laughs> like all throughout? Yeah, that's definitely a small town thing. I can super relate, Josh. That's awesome though, that you can, that you can say that. Like, cause um, even in small towns, if it is easier to get referrals, it does, it does say something if you're getting them in the first place. Cause it goes the other way too. Like if you're, producing not up to par work in small towns that will spread just as quickly so um that's still something to to very much be commended josh um yeah so north battleford is or i guess my area is separated into like north battleford and battleford um we do a lot of work in battleford <laughs> slightly smaller than north battleford and yeah like no matter what street you drive on in battleford we've painted something a fence or a house or like something on that street like for sure um and then the small surrounding towns, same thing. Like we've painted lots of cabins for like North Battleford people that have a cabin at like Jackfish and Murray Lake and stuff, which is cool. Word spreads fast that way too. And then the small towns like Wilkie and Unity and then B2Bs come from there too, which is never, that never hurts. <laughs> but yeah, I very much relate, Josh. Cool. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, well, yeah, no, and, and Josh, like obviously you've built like a pretty good reputation up there uh, doing like for the last few years. Or I think like there, there's been like consistently pretty solid franchisees in Brandon actually, um, which obviously helps like a lot with bookings. But uh, you have apparently uh, like one of the highest retail rates like in Manitoba. Do you want to, uh, like I, I heard, I heard something about that. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So, okay. So my, my thought process coming into my third my, my third year is when it really skyrocketed because I was super confident in my sales. Um, cause I, I, I was in a, I was in a good spot my second year and I was like, and I, I actually worked part-time at a paint store in Winnipeg, uh, in between my second year and third year. 
And it's opened my eyes that, you know, to what other contractors do. And I'm like, man, like, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's just that, you know, like the, when they come in and then it's like, hey, man, I need a gallon of paint. Okay, sounds good. Like, what do you need? It's like the yellow can. It's like, all right, sounds good. It's like, you know, like nothing else. Like, but I'm thinking of like how I even talk to like clients and how I talk to my paint store. It's like, I need this, 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 this. Conversation's done, two minutes on the phone. I'm there in 10 minutes and the order's ready. And it, I swear to God, when I get orders from, from some people, it's like, it's a 10 minute conversation just to find out a one gallon order. And then it takes me two minutes to shake it up. And then, you know, a whole other five minutes of them, like, walking around the store, like, just staring at merchandise. It's like, man. What is this? So, thing? but after that, the, yeah, the big thing is that, like, I really, I really believe in Brandon that I'm, that StudentWorks, not, not just me, but me and the other guy in StudentWorks, whoever I'm working with, StudentWorks is the best option for them in the city for what they need. Right. Like I genuinely believe that, um, and, you know, like I, I'm not saying that all, all other contractors are bad because there are some amazing contractors that I've worked with, um, that are like, wow, like I wish I could do that. Right. Like, um, but <clears throat> obviously the scope is a little bit bigger because they work, you know, the full year instead of just the, the four months of production we have. But, um, but in terms of just getting, uh, getting a, a, a paint job, especially over the summer. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think that Sunworks is a really, really good, if not the best option in Brandon for my clients. So when I come into their, uh, come into my estimates with that kind of mindset, it's a lot easier for me to just assume they're going to book the job. Like there are times where they say maybe or no, I get very few maybes, but they'll say no. And I'm genuinely surprised that they said no. Like, I'm like, come on, man. This, <laughs> this like, is as good as it's going to get. Like, <laughs> but, Are you kidding um, me? You don't want to use my service? Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, I think that, that confidence helped me a little bit more. And another thing that I wanted to focus on between my second and third year is I really, really want to treat my painters really well. Not that I didn't treat them amazing my second year, but I also wanted like being a painter my past years, I'm like, man, like it would suck to do that for, you know, our minimum wage, which I understand is significantly lower than Alberta. But, um, I'm thinking, man, like, you know, I really want to pay them really well. And if I find like rock star painters that are going to make my life so much easier, it's like, I don't care paying about paying them more. Because that gets charged to the client anyways. If they make more money, I make more money, right? Um, so I was already charging a very at a very high labor per hour, um, way above after like burden and everything. And I was I started off paying them like what I used to pay my old painters or what you know what their what the crew chiefs made. I my painters were making that my my third year. That's what I started them on. Um, and by the end of the summer, they were making Alberta minimum wage, which is so much here. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, but at, at hey, that point, the, too, the I, other, 
the other struggle with Alberta is our burden is also like 6% higher than yours. Well, it's 1.37, right? Yeah. And yours is like 0.3, right? 0.31, yeah. Yeah, 0.31. Yeah. So like like Jeez. yeah, our our yeah, so like our, our just our freaking like what what we have to pay people plus like to be competitive. Like it is a big city that like especially in Calgary. I've learned this year actually um like competitive wage it, it was like two years ago it definitely like minimum wage or like even 50 cents above minimum wage was competitive but now like i found out you can get a job at like uh like a retail store for like 17.50 and so i'm like fuck like I, so now that's that's i've raised my 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 starting wage because i'm like fuck i can't I can't yeah. be like, I can't be like if you have the choice between selling shoes and grinding your ass off in the hot sun all day, like for yeah, like it's gotta be better. And obviously like explaining piecework and everything, how can how they can make more, it's it doesn't always work, it doesn't always like penetrate through everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't always like fully understand it until they start. So um yeah, just getting them started and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to go off about that. Yeah, no, it actually, is ridiculously high here. In on that note, it's funny because when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to pay painters this year, um, I I actually went onto eBrandon, which is like, you know, the place for ads in Brandon for job ads and classifieds and whatever. Uh, and I did a little bit of like market research to see how much like people were paying, how much entry level jobs with no experience necessary was paying. And it was like twelve fifty or something like that, which is like fifty cents above minimum wage here. So I'm like, man, like I'm starting people at I was started people at thirteen fifty last year. Like if I if I just posted that again, like I probably would come up with the same results with painters last year. Like I had amazing painters last year. Um, and I think yeah, the most that they ended up going up to was like 15 bucks 16 dollars an hour for some of them um and this year i definitely have no problem paying paying out that much actually i have two returning painters from last year funny story actually one of them in the middle of the year told me like we we went out for wings as our little team meeting thing and she said with a you know with everybody else at the table and i was there she was like hey josh just so you know like i hate painting this is like the worst job I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm like, damn, like, are you quitting right now? Like <laughs> at wing night at our sacred Wednesday. You, wing night? you just, you just paid the bill. Like you just bought the bill. He's like, Hey Josh, by the way, I fucking hate painting and I'm done with it. So see you later. I'm right? not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly. And at that point, the, the wings were still coming. So I was like, okay, well, I guess you're on your own tonight then. <laughs> but uh, but she was like, but the only reason I'm staying is because I love working with the people here. I love all my coworkers. I like working for you. And I make a crap ton of money. I'm like, all right, fair enough. And so, you know, summer came to an end. And she was like, this was terrible. I've never come back. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Well, it was nice to have you um, for the summer anyways. She stayed the whole summer. Actually, she stayed a week longer than everybody else. Um, and then I, as I was reaching out for T4s this year, um, asking everybody, you know, addresses to send it to, 
and whatever, I always, every year, I always sneak in like, hey, like, you know, like, I'm looking for painters again this summer. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? And I didn't even bother asking her because one, I knew she was graduating this year. So she would be going into her field, ideally. Uh, and two, she told me she hated painting. So I was like, okay, I won't even ask her. So I asked her about her T4s. Uh, she, she sent me her address and I was like, okay. Uh, and I, I didn't say anything else after she sent me her address. She texted me like a couple hours later and she's like, hey, just so you know, I know you told me that you hate, that I know I told you that I hated painting and I would never do it again. But talk to me again in a month and we'll go from there. <laughs> like, all right, man, like, that's great. Awesome, love it. Um, so I've got a call to make in like two weeks and hopefully we, we got another returning painter. Um, but yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, again, like we, we kind of diverged from the retail rate thing, but because I was paying my painters, like I was already, uh, charging like 20, $20 or something for an average, uh, average pay of like 1350, which I think is 1677 after 131. Um, so it's supposed to be 1677, but I was already charging 2021. And at some point my booking percentage went up to 85%. And Brooklyn was like, you need to raise your prices because it shouldn't be that high. Uh, your booking percentage shouldn't be that high. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I just like, I don't know where to raise it. Like, I, I like, I don't, I don't like upselling that. She's like, oh, you should share upselling, upselling. And I'm like, I, I don't really like upselling because I find that at least in my market in Brandon, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, we're only going to be in this house for five years. We're only going to be in the house for 10 years, whatever. There's not a lot of people who are like, this is our forever home because it's branded, right? Um, and, so, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, like we're using, we're using our, our economical paint every time, right? Because um, I, don't, I don't feel like they, they don't need it, so I don't even bring it up, right? Yeah, um, if they, well, if they don't need it, why would you? Exactly, exactly. So I just like, okay, I guess I'll just keep bumping up like my labor, um, until people start saying no. So it, every week I would just add like an extra dollar until I got up to like 28, 29 and then people started saying no. And I got scared. So I stopped at 26 and 27. So I would just be charging 26, 27. And then at, <laughs> at, at some point, <laughs> at some point I was, uh, the, I, I was giving my painters raises too throughout the year as part of their incentives. And they got up to, like I said, 15, 16, which is like 20 or tw somewhere between 20 and $21. Um, but I was still consistently making essentially an, an extra like $5 for every hour that they were working. Um, just because Brooklyn told me to raise my prices or else I'm going to get in trouble because my, my booking percentage is too high. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> That's actually yeah. unreal. That's so high. Wow. Josh Escalera, booking machine. <laughs> booking really champion. <laughs> and I came back two weeks ago to Brandon, and I went 0 for 1. Hell yeah. It's a great touch. Good it's a start. Great start. Good start. Good <laughs> that's, that's fucking nuts. $26 an hour. Like, that's that's insane. Like, especially... Well, that that's insane just because it was... Uh, um like what it was to start with like my my average is uh 24 and that's like you know because like i said i had to raise but uh but like again like we have a higher burden and a way higher minimum wage and a higher and an even higher competitive wage so like 
maybe I should consider trying to get up. Hey, man, if your booking percentage is good and you're confident that you can sell the job, like, why not, right? Like, if, if, if they see the proposition value. is good enough, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, because I know, I know a lot of people have a hard time with that because they're like, well, I don't, like, you know, like, I'm selling, like, why would I need to, like, I'm making a decent amount anyways. Like, I'm just taking money from the clients. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're just, like, if they see the value in in you, like, it, it doesn't matter what your freaking price is, frankly. Like, if they if they yeah. book it, they book it. You're not, like, uh, like if you accidentally overquote something, you know, or, or, or whatever, like, it doesn't really make it, like, it doesn't mean you're you're a slimy guy or anything. It just means, like, your value, like you said, your value proposition to that client was uh, was great. I, I booked a job yesterday and, uh, you know, it was, uh, I, I had a pretty decent walk around with the guy and we built uh, a bit of a pretty good relationship, but I sat down and gave him the price and he literally told me, he's like, he's like, that's great value. That's exactly like for me, I, that's perfect. Like that's exactly what I was looking for. Like done, you know, like, and, and like it just, and like, but it had nothing to do with like, it didn't even matter what my retail rate was. Like, I mean, obviously like, I know I'm going to make money on it, but like, um, yeah, my point is <laughs> it's, it's just all about if they see value. So, yeah. I was just going to bring it back, Josh, to your, to your painter who hated her life in the actual job, but stayed for the people. Like, I think that's such an important thing to talk about, like, especially for rookies coming into this, you got to create a culture that, um, people actually want to be in. <laughs> um, cause you can pay them the sun and the moon for, whatever work it is, but they, they'll still leave if they don't like you and they don't like the people they're working with. So good for you for creating a great culture and for having wing nights to begin with, because those matter. Yeah. Every Wednesday at the tavern, swing Wednesday. If you're ever, if you're ever lost on, if you, if you ever lost on highway one and somehow find yourself in Brandon on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. I'll be at the tavern. It sounds good. Come find me. I'm there with my painters. How much are they? How much are they? Uh, Six ninety nine a basket, I think. What the fuck? That's so expensive. Are you kidding me? What? what? Well, let's define Man, but there's. Let's define size of basket. There's a wing night. It's a pound. It's a pound. A pound. Yeah. Yeah, a pound. Yeah. I there's a wing night. This place is my go-to spot called the Silver Point, Calgary. Uh, some of the best wings in Calgary, honest to God. And uh, like they just cook them well. They're great. Forty cents a piece on Friday nights. So four dollars a basket, basically. Damn. Well, that's that's, that's a more competitive that. Calgary market well, right there, Mr. Jacob. And Josh, yeah. or in uh, Brandon. Tavern United is has a monopoly <laughs> yeah. on, on Brandon wing nights. They can do what they want. They have the, their only their only competition is Smitty's. <laughs> Smitty's wing nights, yeah. and they're charging like eight bucks. Like man. They're, so they're feasting. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I can think of like, I can think of like, like at least 10 pubs in Calgary off the top of my head right now that have better prices than that. I think Winnipeg, the place I've been to in Winnipeg are definitely better. Like, I think it's either Leopold's, Leopold's Tavern here in Winnipeg is... Yo, we I, have one of those too. Yeah, I think, I think they're the same. It's like, uh, they, I think, okay, their deal is insane though. It's like from... It, it keeps going up. Like er, the earlier in the day you go, from like three to four, it's like three dollars or four dollars for a basket or something, and then it just goes up a dollar for every like hour. So if you show up at three with the fellas, buy like five baskets of wings, 
<laughs> You're only down like 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. No. Yeah. Leopold's is, they're, they're pretty exceptional. Yeah. We, we, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that that was like a chain. We have a, we have we, a Leo's in Saskatoon. We have one, there's one like literally kitty corner. That's nuts. I didn't know that. That's we cool. were just there with um, anybody on Ange's team in Saskatoon. We were all just there very recently having wings and drinks together. So, yes, very good place. There you go. It's also a very easy incentive because you're like, hey, like for every lead that you get after this job site marketing, I will give you a basket of wings. And they're like, oh, my fuck, God basket of wings for one lead <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah and it's like funky i'm going and you know guys will come up like okay the, the most i've ever owed somebody it was like he got he went out one time with us it was one of one of my painter's friends he just went out one time with us and my because my painter told him I, I obviously pay my marketers like real money i don't pay them in wings <laughs> but my painters i'm just like you know, I, I pay them like they're hourly and then I'm like, okay, here's like job for job site marketing. We're only hitting like 30 houses. So like, fuck, here's take some, take some wings. Um, and they're like, sure. And this guy just shows up one day. He's like, you know, don't worry about paying me like hourly. My, like your normal rate for marketers. Cause I, I'm, I only want to go cause I'm going to hang out with this guy and just pay me in like baskets of wings. Cause he told me you do that sometimes. I'm like, sure, sure, man, whatever, whatever works for you, dude. Um, man, this guy in like, we went out for three hours. This guy scored like eight leads, man, solo. I'm just like, what? Where are you now? Eight I need you now. <laughs> Did you buy him eight baskets of wings? So we went, he, he came out two weeks in a row and he, he got four baskets each night. And the guy's Each like, night he got four baskets. So yeah, he, and he's like this five foot fuck all Ecuadorian kid. Probably runs like hell. <laughs> and he, he eats like four <laughs> baskets of wings every night. Oh my god. Josh, you gotta get that kid back, man. I don't know. I don't know where he is now. He's probably like mm, tearing up some other wing places at this point. <laughs> I'm a, I'm honestly like we gotta get off this topic because it's like we're in Calgary. No, no, it's just the last note. Just that last note. If anybody's ever in Calgary, like, and they're looking for some chicken wings, I'm like the chicken wing guy. Like, I any day of the week, I'll tell you who's got the deal on on that particular Same. day of the week. Like, Same. It's pretty much every any day of the week, you can find. Yeah, like in Calgary. Yeah, because Calgary's a big place. Pretty much any day of the week, uh, except for Sunday. I don't believe there's any for Sunday, but I can tell you any day of the week, who's got the deal going on and and like how much it is and Shit. the quality of the chicken wing and like if you're good, if you're a boneless guy, I can tell you about that. So yeah, just anybody's, you know. quote of the episode. Okay, Jacob <laughs> is the Josh, chicken wing. Jacob's next time you come to Calgary, <laughs> we're gonna go on a wing man. tour. We're gonna rip some wings, dude. <laughs> Holy, yeah. I'm pumped. Honestly, I do have a question though. Like, are boneless chicken wings like actually chicken wings, or are they just chicken fingers? Yeah, no, they're chicken bites. Okay, okay, fair. Fair. Yeah, they're tiny chicken fingers. They're like nuggets. Yeah, basically. 
They're like this big to the yeah. But anyways, yeah, okay, so real quick, I know I know you gotta go, Josh. I know you got uh, a bit of a date going on. Um but we gotta what's that? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> That's gotta, too good. Yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Do you have time to tell us about uh, about the uh, about the sprayer? I do. Your your experience with sprayers? My sprayer from last summer, right? So I got hella sprayer bad sprayer experiences. I got I got bad sp- sprayer experiences. Dude, every as, week. As many as you can fit into the time you have left. Tell us everything. All right. All of them. So, I think. Uh, it all started when I bought my sprayer. That's that was mistake number one. <laughs> um, no, honestly, it made sense financially. It made perfect sense, and like I'm glad I bought it because I hate renting um, because the the Home Depot never never cleans it properly, or the guy who uses it for him never uses it properly. But when I bought my sprayer, I was super happy. I was like, oh my god, this is the most expensive thing I've ever bought for myself. This is great, um, and. So I inherited another sprayer, um, quotation marks, from Brooklyn. E.g. she left it in Brandon and told me to hold it for her while she's away. And she's never back to come get it. So it's mine. Um, she, and it, it, she told me it still worked. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I ran it through some water. It was working fine. Um, I didn't, like, test it with paint because I'm not just going to buy a gallon of paint to test the sprayer. So I'm like. Yeah, it should be fine. Um, so anyways, I go, I go to this job site, and it's like this little um, vinyl siding um, mobile home. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, guys, like, super easy. Just mask everything off, and then it'll take, like, a day and a bit for both of you to mask everything off. And then just spray everything. Spraying is literally going to take, like, one day. Um, I'm like, all right, sounds good. So they get all the masking up. And the sprayer is just sitting there. Uh, I show them how to use it, and I and I one thing I realized with was this mobile home didn't have any plugins outside. There's just no plugins for some reason. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, no problem. Like I knocked on the client's door. Um, we just ran like a, an extension cord from like her kitchen to the outside, and it's a mobile home. It's like not the biggest house, right? So it was easy to like wrap it around. I had like three extension cords, probably not safe, but I mean, um, I'm going around the house, but, uh, anyways, the, the sprayer was good. Um, they already knew how to spray. Uh, so I didn't have to stick around. They had already done like two spray jobs at that point, like significantly harder spray jobs at that point. So I was like, okay, this will be a breeze. Set it up for them. I tested a patch on the wall and it was good. So I was like, awesome. You guys are good. You guys need anything. I'm going to go home, grab some lunch, uh, and I'll bring you guys some, like, Slurpees today, um, and then, so I left, not even, like, five minutes from the place, which is halfway across Brandon already, I'm, like, they call me, and they're, like, hey, like, which is, um, which is only 10 minutes, which is only 10 minutes, yeah, yeah. by the way, I, 10 minutes is across <laughs> town, it's a, it's yeah. a far drive, like, sometimes people in Winnipeg are, like, hey, you want to come over, and I look up their address, it's, like, 20 minutes, and I'm, like, come on, that's half my day. Like, come on. <laughs> but anyways, though, I, I was already halfway across Brandon or five minutes away from the job site. And 
they called me and they were like, hey, like the, the sprayer died. Like I think the the breaker blew. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. Like, um, do you want to just ask the client where her breaker box is and, you know, turn it off, you know, unplug the sprayer, turn it off, turn it on, plug it in, dust it out again, and then just keep going. If it's work, if it works, if it doesn't work, let me know. Like, All right. Sounds good. They do that again, like five minutes later, all the way across Brandon now. And they go, yeah, it's not working, man. So I'm like, okay, it sounds good. I'll be there and like, uh, why don't you guys go for lunch? I'll be there in like 10 minutes. I'll fix it up. Uh, and then it'll be good to go by the time you're back. I go back. I realize that um, the it just, it just can't handle the voltage that the sprayer was going at. Uh, because every time you press the gun, it would spike it. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, um, how am I going to deal with this? And I talked to the neighbor who I talked to earlier in the week already. So he was super chill with us if we could plug our sprayer in. And he also didn't have any plugins outside of his house. And I wasn't going to run a, an extension cord into my not client. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I called my paint rep and he was like, you could try using a generator, but give Graco a call to make sure it's okay. Because um, I'm pretty sure you should. And I'm like, okay. Sounds good. So I call Graco. They're like, okay, this guy is super, like, super knowledgeable, super helpful. And he's like, do not go below or above these voltages for for your um, <clears throat> for your generator. Looked up a place, called them. They happily they had one that I needed. Went there, picked it up. I like threw it onto Brooklyn's crappy old truck, my crappy old truck, and, you know, hauled it across town. Uh, another 10 minute drive there. Like, come on, man. Like it's, it's adding up. And then got to the job site, got it going. Um, and I look, first off, I look stupid. Like, I, I don't know why, but like, I just like, can't do any like torque related activities, like starting an engine with like a rip cord. It just doesn't work for me. So I had to make my like, painter do it and she's like this like five foot three girl and she gets it on the first try I'm like all right this is great love it uh anyways so she get we get it going plug it in square is working i'm like fuck yeah we're back in business we got it going i finally am like okay it's been 40 minutes since i was supposed to go for lunch i'm gonna go get lunch now that's it and then no, no, no. that took you uh actually this it it was probably 40 minutes, including trying to figure out what happened. It was probably closer to like an hour and 15, 20. That's fucking nuts, dude. Everything you've already said, that'd be like a day. I swear. No, man. Like, I, I, well, like, like I, I was like, I, I just had like, it, like, when I call it Graco, I already knew I was going to get a spray. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, a generator. generator. So I was already driving to where it was. I just oh, need to know what okay. kind it was, right? Um, but anyways, don't call and drive. Don't text and drive. Add them on speaker. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go get lunch. I leave. And at this point, I had already been spraying for like 10 minutes, by the way, because I was like, oh, painters aren't back yet. I'm just going to start spraying. And I was spraying for like 10 minutes, no problem. I finished like a whole wall. I was like, oh, man, like these guys are going to crush this budget, even, even besides the setback. So I texted them to come back. They came back. 
whatever, they got the spray going. And, like, I hadn't even, like, left the street yet. And, like, one of the painters, like, waves me over, and they're like, it's dead. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, like, look, start up the generator again, start the sprayer again. It would work for, like, two minutes, and then it would just stop. I'm like, what the fuck is happening now, right? So I called Graco again. I'm like, hey, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. This is what I got. This is generator I got. We plug it in. It worked for this long. Well, what do we do? And he's like, you should try going up more. Like, give it more juice. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. The guy told me not to do that, but I mean, you know, you're, you guys are the pros, so I'm just going to trust you with my life. Um, you know, I, I brought this. I called the place, and they were like, yeah, we got a, high, uh, a higher one. It's quite a bit higher than that one, so are you sure it's fine? And I'm like, I just got off the phone with the guy who's supposed to know everything about this machine, so I hope so. It's like, all right, sounds good. Come pick it up. So I he threw... told me, and I quote, juice it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I threw the generator into the back of the truck. Another 10 minutes. Took it down. Another significantly larger generator gets into the truck. Uh, another 10 minutes. Back to the job site. Unload it. Get it going. And it was... It worked for like five minutes. And I, I was like, during that five minutes, I'm like... Oh my God, like, is it's happening? It's good. I know for a fact the second I look away, it's going to stop working. So I just watched my painter work on a wall for five minutes and then it just died. So I'm like, fuck man, no. I call my paint rep and at this point it isn't even like a, I need advice call. It's a, hey man, like I'm going to jump off a bridge. Like I need you to talk me off right now. And he's like, okay, like, have you checked the fuse in the sprayer. I'm like, I don't even, I didn't even know that the sprayer's body came off. I'm going to be honest with you. So he's like, yeah, yeah. So if you just take, if you take a screw, uh, take the screws out, pull off the, the blue body, you'll see the fuse right there. So I'm like, did the thing. I literally took the, I, looking at this fuse, you, there was no way you could tell it was a fuse. Like it was like, melted black charcoal and like just terrible condition probably because we blew it like 10 times in the span of four hours so i'm like oh this is great love it and he went to, and he's like yeah try replacing it see if that works go to the paint store he gave me like a bag of fuses um plug one in didn't have a single problem with the spurrier again and then all of that probably came up to like three and a half hours of just like my painters doing nothing, me dealing with this. And I remember waking up that day and I was like, man, like, this is great. Like, all I have to do is bring them the sprayer and, and then I can just chill out for the day. It'll be so easy today. It was a lie. Yeah. It was always Yeah. That's always dude. I swear, dude, I had, uh, I won't tell this whole story, but like basically we were painting a minute lube, um, or no, sorry. Yeah. It was a minute lube and whatever. And, uh, and it was stucco. So we had to, we had to spray it. And I was like, you know, it was like on a main road, like in Calgary, super busy. It was going to get lots of traffic. We had our sign set up. People are going to be seeing us going all day. So I, I was like, I was like, man, it's gotta go well, you know, happened to be the first time I was using my sprayer that year. This is my second year and the whole day, like it was just like, same thing. Like just, you know, it was like, it was fucking with me. 
Like I swear, it's like it's like the sprayer is like, like no, eh, like I'm gonna tease you. Do you think and then, yeah, it knows. And I called. So at the end of the day, I called my paint rep Scott, and I was so upset. Like I was yelling at him. I was like, I was like Scott, give me some fucking prices. I'm I'm throwing this thing in the garbage today. Like I'm done with this thing. I'll just get me some prices on a new sprayer. <laughs> like, and he's like. He's like, all right, Jacob, like, he's like, I can tell you've had a tough day. Why don't you just bring your sprayer in and get it clean? Like you have art guys, you know, take it apart or whatever, do that. And like, we'll clean it out and see if that works. I was like, and I was like, at the time I was like, no, I'm dude, Scott, I'm on the way to the landfill right now. Like I'm throwing this thing in the garbage. Like I was so upset, but that's what sprayers do to you. They turn you into like a, an animal. Like you yeah. turn it. It's you so lose control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. literally as you're leaving, you're like, everything's great. You're like, I'm ready to move on with my day. And then they call you and they're like, you have yeah. to come back. The sprayer's not working. And you're like, oh my God, I want to die. <laughs> like, I can't do this anymore. No, they all like, whenever, when you're like pulling out of the cul de sac and they come out and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't leave. Every time I'm like, fuck me, what do you want? Like, just. <laughs> Just, <laughs> to, like, just let me leave like <laughs> so like sometimes yeah sometimes you get off a street and you're like it looks like you're stealing something so you're just like just so that you're like trying to sneak away so your painters can't come out and like tell you about what the problems are going on <laughs> yeah no that's that's hilarious yeah sprayers are pretty tough but anyways um well uh what like uh like thanks for coming on josh uh i know you have to go so we'll, we'll let you go but uh yeah uh really excited to you know still be on your team this year and i know you're leaving after this year right yeah yeah i um i've resigned myself <laughs> to leaving after this year um <clears throat> just cuz uh just like i said i'm in i'm in law school right now and after your second year, uh, my advisor told me that she uh, she thinks that it's a really good time to get into the field during your second year, after your second year of school, just because you will have a little bit more experience uh, in law school. So uh, whatever they throw at you will, will come by a little bit easier. Whereas this summer for me, she said it's pretty much the last summer that you're going to get to be able to do anything you want to do, right? Um, and, you know, and she was like, a lot of people either like work or travel or whatever, take it easy for the first summer because um, they know they're going to be going hard for the next, you know, three, four summers of their life. Um, and I was like, hey, why not stress myself out again for another year of student works? Just it right make as much you know, make however much money i can and then pay for pay for law school and set myself up for a for an easier time uh in the following summers and you know hope for the best but, but yeah so yeah this is this is it this is my last year but i say that every year so I mean, but you're, you're focusing more on on law school right yeah i was gonna say like are you actually is that for real or is this kind of like i think i think it is year? Because even this year, I, I'm like, even right now, I'm like, what I come back? 
<laughs> but I do that every, every preseason, anyways. Um, but uh, no, I think I think this this year is uh, is my last year. I just feel like, um, you know, like obviously there's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot to uh, there's still a lot to do, and like I could probably keep doing this for like the next three years over the next three summers in law school. But it's I think um, I'm like student works old. I'm getting student works old. So it's like, man, like I, I showed up to training last January and I'm like, that's a child. That's a child. That child is running a painting business this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. <laughs> so I, dude, I'm not even like, I, I don't know. Well, you're, you're not that old. You're like 24, 25. I, I'm turning 24 this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm 21, turning like 22, whatever. And even I, like, it's kind of funny because I came into it when I was 18 and like at yeah. training, I was like, I'm like, man, did I look, I didn't know. I don't think I looked like that three years ago. Was man, I, like, <laughs> I think, I think my first year was, I think it was Riley's first or second year, my first year. That's not right. First year. Yeah, my first year? first year. It was his first year. And I remember your first year was your first year was the year before my first year. So yeah, right, right. It was it, it was his first year. I remember him being a rookie with me. I remember seeing him, and I'm like, oh yeah, like you know, that's like a. He, and he was we were like similarly we have like we were similarly aged. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, look, look, another adult, right? And then like <laughs> I come back, my second year, his third year, I'm like, oh my god, it's that kid, and he's like fucking like crazy amount of work i'm like fuck <laughs> look at this guy riley riley I, I don't know riley i don't know like he's got uh like he doesn't have a single like i think he has like three facial hairs <laughs> Shout out to riley. But, like, so R- riley like doesn't like grow facial hair whatsoever so I, he just has like a young like he if he came in and was like yeah like this is my first like i'm a rookie and like I believe this is my him. first year. I, I believe him. I believe time. him. Yeah. I believe <laughs> I'd be like, him. Yeah, what are you like 19, 18 or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kidding. But no, I think uh, I think this is uh, this is going to be my last year just cuz I think I it's time for me to invest into you know my future like and I'm thinking like long-term future. Um and you know as much as uh, the lessons that SteamWorks has taught me is valuable and I'll always have it with me till the day I die, probably. Um, it's just that I know that it's it's a leap, right? Like, it's time for me to take this big leap. I took that leap when I wrote the LSATs. I took another leap when I applied for schools. And now it's just that next big thing where it's like, a huge change where I, I don't have this like sturdy job that I can rely on every summer anymore. Right now I have to leave something behind during this, this leap towards the future. Um, it's, and it's, it's exciting, it's man. It's just time to move on. Right. Yeah. It's just time to move on. And, and honestly, dude, here's the thing. Like painting's not going anywhere. So, I mean, if you, if you fail at being a lawyer, you can always just come back. And I can always business, just keep right? being, yeah, exactly, exactly, right? And then, like, it's funny because, so like, I have, be okay. I have clients. Okay, so my second year, I painted for this guy, and he was like, 
well, like, what are you in school for? I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm in crim right now, but I want to go into law school. And he's like, oh, that's so exciting, man. So like, are you going to keep doing this while you're doing that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how much work it is. So we'll see how it goes. And then he's like, okay, sounds good. Well, if you're back in it again next year, give me a call. I definitely have some more work for you. So come my, my last year, he's like, uh, oh, you know, I was like, hey, man, like, didn't make it into law school this year. So I'm going to take the year off, which means I'm back in student works. He's like, awesome. Sounds good. I'm going to get some jobs for you lined up. Got a bunch of jobs from him. And then I got accepted into U of M in May. And I was like, oh, just so you know, like I'm starting law school this fall now. And he was so proud. He's so happy. He was so dope having that connection with a client like that. And he was like, so does that mean you're done? And I'm like, yeah, oh, for sure. hundred percent. Like, I feel like there's going to be so much work and like, you know, if, so if you have any other jobs, like throw them out to me now because I'm going to be gone next year. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And he threw a couple more jobs my way. Come fucking August, Brooklyn ropes me back in again. Uh, and I call, I, I'm like on the phone with him <laughs> in January and my past client list. And I'm like, Hey man, it's, it's me again. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, sure. What's up, man? You need, uh, you, how's, how's law school going? I'm like, Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. And he's like, Oh, I just got your, your new year, uh, your happy new year mail in the mail. Um, are you still doing student works this year? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> he's like, I thought, I thought you said you were in law, you'd stop when you're in law school. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, it just, I just keep signing my name. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. I'm just Josh, too hard to say goodbye. Josh, I'm seeing my future in your current situation. And I just like, <laughs> I totally see myself doing the same thing as you, but that's okay. Honestly, it's, it's good. Like, I think, uh, I think it was the right decision to come back for, for, uh, for my last fourth year. I don't think I, regardless of how it goes, and I'm sure it'll go fine. I think it was the right decision. It was definitely the responsible decision as opposed to just sitting at home for four months because that was definitely on my mind in August. I was like, man, what if I just, what if I just did nothing for four months? What if I just like sat at home, you know, worked out for two hours a day, got really jacked, and then that was my summer. That was my summer. And I was like, I would hate myself. <laughs> That's the thing. But. That's the thing. And it gets addicting too, being your own boss and the grind of it and the, the constant yeah. go. Like it is, it is addicting and yeah. it's rewarding at the end. It so. builds confidence, right? Totally. Like it definitely like fuels you and like it makes you feel good about yourself um, regardless of, of where you end up. But no, I think... Uh, I think uh, I'll be I'll be signing it off after this this year, just because I know I want to do something in a, in a law firm. Even this year, when I'm calling my B two Bs, I'm like, "Hey, I, I'm calling a bunch of law firms for my B two Bs." That's surprise, awesome. Surprise. That's awesome. And I'm like, "Yeah." And I, I, when I sent my bio, um, they were like, "What's your goal this year? For why? Like, why are you running your students business in Brandon, or what are you trying to achieve in Brandon this year?" I'm like, well, I'm like building connections for when I practice law there. Fabulous. I want, like, I want people to know that like, if you can run a painting business, you can protect me when I commit a crime or something. (laughs) (laughs) But 
but yeah, I know it's, it's definitely now my, my focus this year is definitely like get my name out there. Like I'm, I'm calling my B2Bs for law firms like, Hey, my name's Josh. I'm a first year law student. And I'm also a franchise owner for student works painting this year. Just wondering if you guys need any painting done. And then at the very least they're like, they know my name, right? A hundred percent. Be it. Yeah. Be it for painting or for, you know, next summer when I'm doing my, uh, not articling, um, when I'm doing my placements, it's like, oh, I've heard this. I've seen this guy's name before. He painted my house, right? And did a good job, nonetheless. So, so I can trust exactly. him, right? And he was, and he was sick. He was dope. <laughs> he was deadly. I love but, it. Yeah. No, good for you, Josh. You've done amazing, amazing things here at StudentWorks, and definitely a great role model for, for any younger people and even older people too in the company. Like you, wow. you do so many great things. So. I would have called myself a role model. I'm like, a, I'm like the worst. Don't follow what I do. Just read the <laughs> read the Student Works Bible. Oh my God. Just abide by the Student Works Bible. <laughs> yeah, he just well, he just runs a really clean business overall. Totally. Yeah, that's the that's the gist of it. I mean, like you said, like we you know we kind of went over everything, but I mean, uh, it seems like you're you know you've got great culture within your business. Uh, you know your wing nights and your bringing them Slurpees and, you know, dealing with sprayers together, like that stuff. <laughs> uh, and then like you're, you know, obviously like you're, you're excellent with your clients cause you're able to, you know, charge so like so well, um, your value proposition is so high. So that's amazing. Um, and yeah, and it just seems like you just kind of have a, have a very clean business. So that's, that's what I, that's what I like about it. Thanks guys. I appreciate it appreciate it no it's uh it's it's definitely like comparing looking back my first year and then looking at like what I can do now and what I am doing now and what I what I continue to do it's like and I'm a, yeah like honestly like it's 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 a crazy journey um and I'm glad I took the ride because like I, that that second year off like I thought I was done with Steamworks forever. I thought that was going to be it. Um, but when I got back on, I was like, it just made sense. You know, every year just makes sense to, to go, go for another year. But, um, but yeah, I know like just the growth from, um, and, and, and everything, right? Like when, when you run a business, there's so many things that you don't even notice is changing about you. Like, I don't know if you guys like also think this, but like, Obviously, there are some obvious things that change about us, right? Like when we, and when you talk about like doing estimates, like stuff like that, uh, presenting the client manual, like obviously things directly associated with the job. But like some things that I notice, I'm like a lot louder. I talk a lot more, a lot more outgoing. Um, and yeah, I know it just changes you in person. Confident. And, yeah, changes you for the better. Yeah. Honestly, um, I. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like you notice it like when you uh, when you almost when you like like it's hard to notice these things because it kind of it's like you said it's like happens steadily over time. Uh, but like when you talk to somebody who you haven't talked to in a while, like often I think they notice it. They're like, wow, like, yeah, like you look good. You yeah. seem good. You know, it's like, you know, because you just you have that confidence there. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Well, I appreciate right. you guys having me. Um, that was awesome. Appreciate that this is our first time recording this ever. So, <laughs> that was great. 
Yeah, it wasn't like our third or fourth try or whatever. <laughs> uncut, unedited, fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we're going live. Yeah. Possible. But yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. Wait, Thanks. Do you know that video? Sorry. Yeah, it was... Uh, Bill was Murray, right? Yeah. It was Bill yeah, Murray. you know that? Yeah, yeah. Fucking right. Absolutely. Dude, that's like the saying I live by and nobody gets okay, it when I say life. it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I hope, I hope like Brooklyn and because Brooklyn and Faith and like. Really? They don't know that? Like they always, no, they always give me a hard time. They're like, oh yeah, Jacob just says do it live all the time. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's there so great. Go, all right. All right. Well, that's, that's what we'll sign off on. Fuck it. We're going off. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, guys. Oh my gosh, I... Thanks for coming on, Josh. Yes. Thank you for having me always. Of course. I will catch you guys later. We'll keep in touch. All right. So. Take care. So, bro.